of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're locked in with your host, Brent McGuire. In today's episode, I'm going to kick off a two-part series with Jared Timms of Talking Halos. We are going to discuss some of the Angels pitching problems in the first episode, and then the second episode, which will come out on Wednesday, we'll dive into some of the free agent options, trade options, that sort of thing. Before we get into today's episode, I do want to acknowledge that I missed a few fan mail question requests that came in a little later on Sunday night. I had already put out the podcast, so to Ruben on Twitter regarding your question about Angels GMs, I will answer that on Friday's episode when I kind of do a recap of the week, and to fellow Locked On host Jason Hernandez with the Locked On Ducks, I will answer your Pujols question on Friday when I get more time to address these two questions, but before we get into this episode with Jared Timms of Talking Halos, just a reminder that you can follow me on Twitter at bmags94, you can follow my written work at Crashing the Pearly Gates, and you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Angels. And if you haven't done so already, make sure to download, subscribe, and rate the Locked On Angels podcast on your favorite platform, whether it be Apple, Spotify, or Google Play. With that being said, let's get into this conversation about the Angels pitching with Jared Timms of Talking Halos. All right, everybody, I am joined by a good friend of mine, one of my best friends and baseball buddies, Jared Timms of Talking Halos, Jared Timms of Angels Twitter. Jared, how you doing? Not too bad, you know, I'm just hanging out, you know, just enjoying life right now, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. You enjoying, uh, you enjoying Angels baseball? Baseball. <laughs> That's all I can ask for. I mean, That's baseball, true. baseball. That, no, that is true. I think bad baseball is better than no baseball. That's for sure. So, Jared, uh, we've talked a lot about the Angels pitching. And you yourself are a pitcher. You were a pitcher in college. You're still a coach. So you seem to know a lot about pitching. So I kind of want to do this, like, two-part episode thing and just talk about the Angels pitching and what the heck they need to do. So – I, let's let's just start this off. This first episode is going to be essentially about what's gone wrong, who they have, and then the second part will be who else can they add to make this team better. So you and I have been watching the Angels for a long time, and at one point pitching was that they were good. They had good pitchers at one point. But since roughly 2015, things have kind of gone downhill. And I think back to that specific time in 2016 when you and I were at that Angels-Cardinals game. You know what I'm talking about. And that was just like the low point, it felt like. Uh, pitchers getting hurt, pitchers underperforming, and that's just something that's stuck around for the last half decade or so. And, I mean, we've seen injuries. We've seen underperformances. We've seen four different pitching coaches, like, since uh, 2015. I mean, it feels like everything has gone wrong. Jared, is there like a – specific thing that stands out to you like what what has gone wrong I don't even know really where to kind of begin with this because it's so difficult and we know that pitching is kind of in a sense spontaneous I mean it's hard to find good pitching consistent pitching as well I mean you can go out and sign a Garrett Cole you can go out and sign whoever um doesn't mean they're going to be consistent I mean you can even look at Garrett Cole this year and he hasn't been Garrett Cole of last year I mean 
whatever you want to contribute to that, the factory, I, I, I don't know. But it, it's, it's a difficult thing to go out and find pitching, and it's even harder when you're not drafting pitching, and it's even harder when you're not really even signing good pitching either. I mean, you took some chances on some players. I mean, Matt Harvey didn't turn out to be what he was. Julio Tehran, I'm going to say, didn't really get a fair shake. I don't think we're seeing a real Julio Tehran year. It was with the shortened spring training and he had COVID and everything that's happened. You know, besides the point, I mean, it, it's hard to find good pitching. It really is. I mean, you look around the league and, I mean, yes, some, a lot of these teams, I mean, I watched the Oriole game today and I was like, dang, how'd they get some of these guys? I haven't even heard some of these guys. And, I mean, the Dodgers seem to be able to just pull guys out of nowhere in the Astros. And that's a huge – you know, tip of the cap to there. I mean, we talk about it all the time. Tip, tip of the cap to those guys and how they're able to build their farm system and produce major league pitching and, and go down to the farm and produce as well. I mean, it's just tip of the cap to those teams. But, I mean, back to the Angels, it's 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 difficult to say. I mean, they, they haven't really gone out and got pitching as much. I mean, it's just been kind of frustrating in a sense. I mean, this year has been better. You have Bundy, you have Heaney, who have been – if you're looking at war, two of the top pitchers in the AL at war, and then from there, where do you kind of go? I mean, the bullpen's been okay-ish. So, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, it, it's a little bit of everything. It, it, you're not, if you're not drafting pitching in the first round, you know, you're not going out and spending $100 million on pitching. I, it's going to be hard to find pitching, really, unless you're going to go and get lucky on a Dylan Bundy, so. Yeah, I mean, you bring up a good point. That's Billy Epler has been more apt to go sign position players, whether that's through the draft or you know trades for agency, like every avenue possible. And I think that's, I think that's a big part of it. And I mean, we also have to acknowledge, like you and I know that there has been some bad luck involved when all those Angels pitchers went down in 2016. I mean, it was just like everything was going wrong at one time. But we're also here in 2020, and the Angels like pitching issues haven't gone away. They're still there. I mean, there was a point 2017, 2018, it looked like the group was creeping towards like league average production, which if you put that on this year's angels team, they're probably a playoff team. I think that's safe to say, but now they're like well below average in terms of run prevention. And I, I'm not sure what the, uh, what the answer to this is. I don't know how you, you know, I don't know how you fix this. This is something we'll spend more time on in the next episode, but like, I kind of specifically want to talk about um, the rotation right now. And I kind of pulled up a depth chart and looked at like when guys are free agents and stuff. And it's, it's a little scary. I mean, you've got Dylan Bundy and Andrew Heaney, like you just mentioned, those are your, your top two starters and they're both free agents after next year. And then you've got Griffin Canning. And after that, it gets really scary. Like Shohei Otani, if he's healthy, Patrick Sandoval, who's kind of struggled in his major league stint, uh, Jose Suarez, Jaime Berea, and then Reed Detmer's the first round pick from this year, and maybe Chris Rodriguez. Like, that's kind of it. So, like, I want to hear your thoughts on where the rotation is right now. And if there are, like, any guys you feel good about, any guys you don't feel good about. Yeah, you know, it's – I almost want to say it's – it's the rotation's kind of been a surprise, but it's really been just kind of Dylan Bundy who's been a nice surprise. Not having Shohei Otani is huge. I mean, that's somebody going to last offseason. You were looking – everybody was looking at it was like, hey, you're getting your ace now. I mean, it's not a huge deal to not go out there and get him, but go go out and get Garrett Cole. But, you know, hey, Garrett Cole and Otani would have been nice. I'm pleasant for work to be done for sure. Um, 
mean, you bring up some interesting pieces in Reed Detmers, who at best is a number three, you know, but, and Chris Rodriguez, who I saw him pitch once. I think he's the next big thing. I think he's the next ace. That's if he's healthy, he's had the injury problems, which again, I mean, if you're a casual Angels fan or just Angels fan in general, you're going to be like, wow, Chris Rodriguez and injuries, you know, a starting pitcher and injuries just makes too much sense already. Yeah. Um, you know, but for as long, I mean, for this year, I'd say pleasantly surprised and it's nice. It's something nice to build on, you know, I don't know if you get Shohei Otani back next year and possibly, um, I don't know which direction we go to. I, I know you're, we're going to talk about that later, but yeah, it's, I'm pleasantly surprised and, I'm excited to see what the future holds. It's a lot of young pitching. If I'm not mistaken, last year the Angels had the youngest pitching staff in all of baseball. I don't think that's the case this year. But, I mean, with youth comes a lot of mistakes, and that's what we're seeing this year. I mean, Sandoval hasn't been great. Griffin Canning, we're seeing a young Griffin Canning still. I think with more maturity, these pitchers get better and better. And, you know, we'll see how that goes. And I think Mickey Callaway's done – a pretty good job with what he's been able to do with what he's had. So, which is a bunch of, in a sense, four starters, three starters at best. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's been a nice, I mean, I know angels fans are going to hate me when I say this, but it's been the pleasant surprise that this team's actually pitching decently. Well, it just hasn't all come together. Coming up next, Jared and I are going to continue our discussion about the Angels pitching and really dive into the bullpen and what they can do to fix it. But before we do that, let me tell you about rockauto.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, kind of like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business, serving auto parts to customers online for over 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how did you hear about us section so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Before continuing this conversation with Jared Timms of Talking Halos, just a reminder to stick around for podcasts later on this week. On Wednesday's episode, I will continue this conversation about pitching with Jared Timms. And on Thursday's episode, I will talk to Andrew Maxwell, otherwise known as Turk's Teeth, from Crashing in the Pearly Gates. You bring up, I think the interesting part you brought up was the age of some of these pitchers. And I think that's, if there's one thing to feel optimistic about besides Dylan Bundy, it's the age of some of these pitchers. So like Griffin Canning is 24, Otani's 26, Sandoval's 23, Suarez is 22, Berea's 24, I think. So there is like, you can at least hope that one of those guys, maybe two of them can become something more than what they've shown so far. I guess in Griffin Canning's case, he's been pretty good. Like league average starter, that's pretty valuable for your first two years of your career. Uh, Do any one of those guys stand out as like guys who have maybe not performed quite as well, but maybe will become a big piece next year, a couple years down the road? 
I'm still holding that hope on Suarez. You know, it is one of those guys where the lefty, and it's kind of weird. He has one good out pitch. His fastball is good. He just needs to learn how to locate a little bit better. I mean, I saw him down. We saw we both saw him down in the minors, I think, and it it was there. It was interesting. Jaime Berea looks really good too. I mean, if you can get him in the bullpen as maybe like a long reliever type of guy, I think that's a success. And then. Patrick Sandoval, again, one of those guys that I've been saying, dang, I kind of want him in the pen and see what he can do in the pen. And like you said, I mean, Griffin Canning's been interesting enough. I mean, a number three, a good number four. So, I mean, you have the pieces to build. I'll say that. You have the pieces to build. You have young pieces. We haven't seen Detmers yet, what he can do. Rodriguez is going to be really fun, I think. And then you have some injuries down there. You know, Jose Soriano got hurt, who's going to be up eventually, and he's pretty solid. So, I mean – it's just one of those things where they have the pieces to build. It's just going to be whether or not they can produce at the major league level, which we haven't quite seen yet. Last question about the rotation before we talk about the bullpen. Uh, Dylan Bundy extension. Yes or no. Sure. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, he's been the best pitcher since Jared Weaver. Maybe Matt, Matt Shoemaker, like Garrett Richards. I mean, it's been a long time. It's been yeah, five years. I mean, that's, that's, Pretty, that's a pretty long time without having an elite pitcher. So, I mean, I don't see why not. He's still – he's 30 this year, 31, 30, 29. No, he's, I think he's, he's uh, 27. 27? Yeah. Absolutely, then, yes. We're seeing we're, – I mean, if you can extend him through his age 33, 34 season, he's going to be a productive pitcher, I think. I think it's going to cost you a little bit, maybe like a C.J. Wilson type of deal in my minds, which people are going to hate the C.J. Wilson deal. But I think Dylan Bundy's worth it and more. So, yeah, absolutely extend him if you can, you know. Yep, I'm with you. Dylan Buddy extension. That's got to happen. So let's uh, go from one of the positives, Dylan Bundy, to a negative, the Angels bullpen. Uh, we've watched all the games this year. We've seen them blow a MLB leading 13 games, and it's super easy to see why it's happened. You came into the season, I, I think the expectation was Hansel Robles was going to be really good again. Ty Butchery was going to be solid in the back end. Keenan Middleton might, you know, blossom into that strong late innings reliever. And none of those guys have been good. I mean, Robles has been a disaster through and through. Ty Buttrey is not striking guys out. Keenan Middleton is not even on the active roster right now. Jared, what the heck is going on with the Angels bullpen? I don't normally like to throw blame at managers or even coaches or anything like that. But I really think in this scenario, it's Joe Madden. I, I do think it is the bullpen. I mean, you have to still come in and throw strikes. You still have to come in and do your job. But when you're coming in consistently with runners on base, consistently with runners in scoring position, you're not being set up for success. And I think that that's the one really negative thing that Joe Madden's done, minus some of the lineups he's been putting out lately, but that's besides the point. I think that that's the one negative thing Joe Madden's done this year is he has not managed the bullpen very well at all. And talking to some friends that are Chicago Cubs fans, they said the same thing. I mean, it, it, they, they just didn't think he managed the bullpen very well in Chicago and it's kind of come here as well. So I don't know if that has anything to do with Billy Epler's team giving him a call during the game. You know, I mean, we know that that happens with some major league teams where GMs are on the phone constantly with them telling them, Hey, let's put this guy in. Hey, let's put this guy in. Um, or if it's gut feeling that Madden's going through, but again, I just, I think it's a little bit of Madden and I think it's a little bit of the pitching, a little bit of, you know, what they've gone. Cause I mean, you said it, these pitchers have like Middleton has the stuff to be an elite, you know, reliever. Matt Myers has got the stuff. We know that we've seen it. 
Hansel Robles is down a tick, but he still has the stuff. He was great last year. Justin Anderson's hurt, so it's going to be some time till we see him again. But, I mean, all these guys are, like Billy Epler said, high octane. And, you know, we're not seeing it. And I think it's honestly a little bit to do with how Joe Madden's used them. You know, just a lot of dirty innings. And like Fabian said it a lot to us, but it's just a lot of dirty innings there. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think you bring up good points. I think it's an overall thing that's going on. So the pitchers haven't been good. I think Joe Madden's bullpen management has been questionable for sure. And I also think Billy Epler did not do a good job of putting this bullpen together. And that's not also factoring in all the weird stuff going on. Like this is not to excuse the angels performance, but because of circumstances this year, there's a chance that guys like Hansel Robles, just they're not settled in like they usually are. But you look at this team and it's not like everything is negative with the bullpen. I'm sure you've looked at the like advanced numbers and like everything is fine in terms of strikeouts and walks and stuff. But when it comes to just stranding runners, which is like, that's the point in time when relievers come in when they're runners on base, they can't seem to, just hold those runners. I mean, if they were even average, I think, I mean, how many blown saves are we looking at? Like seven, six, something like that. I mean, playoff picture for sure. I mean, you're still in and out, but for sure. Yeah. So like it, again, we talked about this off the record before the show. It's like, how, how do we evaluate all this? Cause it relievers are volatile anyways, especially in a smaller 60 game sample, like Hansel Robles might finish with less than 20 games this year. Like, are we going to emphasize that more than what he did last year? Same thing with like Ty Butchery. Like, I don't know how to, to judge some of these guys. And I guess that kind of goes to my next point of like, who's going to be around for 2021 and beyond. And again, you look at the depth chart, uh, Hansel Robles is a free agent. Pretty much everybody else is going to be around, but I'm not sure if there's a guy right now that you're like, heck yeah, we've got this guy controlled through 2023 or 2024. Are there any guys that you're, excited about even some of the prospects you might want to talk about yeah definitely you know um Gerard, Gerard Reyes is super interesting I mean the Angels got him for Jason Castro um, from the Padres so it was triple digits has an interesting you know slider so that's one piece that I think could be really interesting um I mean other than that who do you really put in? I mean it hasn't been good I mean Mike Mayers is interesting um, I, I have the little list here that I've been making. I mean, you bring back Buttry, you bring back Mayers. Felix Pena has been a nice revelation in the bullpen. Um, Jaime Bree has been interesting in the bullpen. I know we talked about him. Noe Ramirez has been kind of, in a sense, their go-to guy, which is really hard to fathom, in a sense, because I thought he's been getting cut the last three years after spring training, and now he's been the best reliever. So that's going to be an issue. We talked about Middleton. I think he comes back strong. He's one of those guys where, yes, he gets in his head a lot, but sometimes it could be in a good way. And I feel like this might be one of those times where, dang, you sent me down. Let me work really hard so we can get back to where we were. So, Yeah, and I think like the one thing that I think I'm a little down about is when you look at the, the top prospects. I was looking at fan graphs earlier today, and th- it's not like they're deprived of good prospects in their system. I know you're big on a lot of their younger prospects in the lower levels, but they're all position players that are toolsy with high upside. But when you look at the pitching, I mean, it is like, it's almost barren right now. Like you, you try to like see like, Hmm, Hector Yon might be a guy in the bullpen for us. Chris Rodriguez, like you mentioned, Reed Detmers will be a rotation piece. But I think the one thing that I'm a little uh, pessimistic about in terms of the angels developing pitching is like, there just aren't that many pitchers down there right now. 
I don't know if that's something that you're concerned about considering they need pitching. Like, how do you even, how do you go about fixing that? I wouldn't say there's not a lot. I think half of my top 32 list, whatever I had, what I have, top, top 35 list is pitching. I think there was 14 pitchers on that list. It's just none of them are quite ready yet. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's just kind of one of those things. It, it, I, I don't know. I mean, you can go draft. Um, I think, honestly, a big market where they're starting to hit a lot of is the international market for pitching. And I think that a lot of teams are doing that. I mean, we see what the Astros are bringing up. It's a lot of international talent that wasn't drafted. And same thing with the Dodgers, in a sense. I mean, Dodgers do, do a great job all around in general. But it, it's internationally, and that's one thing that I feel like Billy and staff has really prioritized in the past two years or so, is go out and get international guys. I mean, yes, we've seen them go and get infielders, you know, Errol Vera, Adrian Placencia, those types of guys. But they're also going and getting guys who they think can turn into something, and actually quite a few of them are turning into something interesting. You know I mean? They could be – mid nineties bullpen guys. I mean, it's, they're a few years out and they're all projects, but I think we're going to start seeing the fruits of that type of labor here really, really soon. And it, it could be pretty fun too. So I definitely think prioritizing on that international is, is huge. That's going to wrap up today's episode of Locked On Angels. As a reminder, Jared Timms and I will continue this conversation about angels pitching and who they possibly can acquire on Wednesday's episode as we dive into the potential free agents and trade acquisitions that the Angels could possibly find in this upcoming offseason. But before we get out of here, just a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at BMAGS94. You can follow my written work at CrashingThePearlyGates.com. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter at LockedOnAngels. And if you haven't done so already, make sure to download, subscribe, and rate and review the show. One final note before we get out of here, make sure to go check out the Locked On Lakers podcast and get a preview of their upcoming Western Conference Final Series, whether it's against the Clippers or the Denver Nuggets. But that's going to do it for today's episode. So thanks as always for joining. Stay safe out there and we'll talk on Wednesday about some Angels baseball.